0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Medical Musings with Sam. Thank you so much for joining me again. I so appreciate it. As you know, in this um, series, Series 5, I'm doing some interviews with some friends and some colleagues, um, some ex-work colleagues, some colleagues who are working with me on Medical Musings with Friends. So what I've realised is that as I'm preparing my interview questions for the people that I'm interviewing, and as I think about their lives and as I think about their stories and um, the bits that I know about their stories because I'm learning things too as I go along, I'm taking them down memory lane. And memory lane is not always an easy place to go. (laughs) So I really appreciate them doing that. I also remembered that last year, and I think it was towards the end of last year, my husband and I went on a road trip, which – And when I say road trip, just like an afternoon drive nearby in the country area in which we live. And it took me down memory lane in a way that I just hadn't expected. And so much so was the emotional response that I came home and I wrote a blog post about it because it just, um, yeah, was just really at the end of it an amazing experience. So in between all these interviews, I thought, I really want to share this with you about what it's like to go down memory lane and what we can do with those memories when they come, perhaps when we least expect them to. So come with me on this drive down memory lane. I want to share with you what happened on a very unexpected emotional road trip. So memories, you know, they're strange things. They can arrive when you least expect them. They can bring you amazing joy or they can absolutely startle you and take you by surprise. They can cause you to quietly reflect. You can be caught smiling for no reason, no apparent reason to others around you and you probably look a little silly. Or you can feel melancholy. You can cry when you least expect it. So as I said, my husband and I had a recent drive in the country. It was just what I needed. At that particular time, I had this huge ulcer on the side of my tongue. And when I say ulcer, that's not quite the right word. It was a crater. My tongue was sort of um, almost being eaten. It was awful. And it looked very much like tongue cancer. And a whole heap of specialists really concerned, had biopsies. Um, but it came back as a benign inflammatory something, <laughs> which is typical of me, a something. So, um, but it lasted for 18 months. The pain was absolutely excruciating. So I was in the middle of dealing with this ulcer as well and, and I just as my back was starting to collapse on top of everything else and um, but not to the point that it is now. So I was still able at least to go on a bit of a drive, which was nice. So anyway, we decided we needed to just... Um, Go and have a day out. We'd not long moved into our new home. We were getting used to a local area. It was a great opportunity. So with my husband as chauffeur, we drove to a place that we often loved to visit on weekends years ago when I was still working. It's on the top of a mountain range in an area called the Scenic Rim in Queensland, um, in Australia. Beautiful, beautiful place. Scenery is amazing. The countryside leads into dense rainforests, which opens up to beautiful escarpment views at the top of the mountain. It's just, yeah, you're just kind of not expecting it to be there. It's just so gorgeous. So we drove past many of our favourite places from the past and there was a signpost leading to our special B&B which conjured up the most happiest of memories. It's um, a beautiful place that's has created these, uh, like a village, I guess like an English village, and it's got um, some little cottages and it's got some little townhouses that are um done up very much in the probably early 1900s kind of style Um, it's got a chapel and it's just beautiful and it's all set in this lush forest so that brought back some beautiful memories of when we used to come up on on weekends to have weekend getaways when work had been really really exhausting so And they were memories that only my husband and I had shared, memories we laughed at. They were were, um, precious, joyful memories. But further down the road, other memories came flooding back and with them came a reaction that I just wasn't expecting. Not long before I had to medically retire, I was awarded Leader of the Year by the bank I worked for. And it was such an honour for so many reasons. Firstly, it was the inaugural awards so that I was the first recipient. Secondly, I'd been off sick for months prior to the awards ceremony as my body was starting to break down. And mostly when I was working, I'd been doing it from home, leading my large team that I managed remotely. So it was kind of unbelievable to have such an award bestowed upon me under those circumstances. It really, I just couldn't have been more honoured that they had done that. It was 2010. I hadn't yet medically retired at that point. I managed to sort of stabilise my health with the help of my medical team um, and the medication that I had been put on. And at that point, we knew I had rheumatoid arthritis and we knew that I had um, other issues, but I hadn't been diagnosed with the rare bone disease. And I hadn't at that point had um, any broken bones. I definitely had bone pain, but I hadn't had any broken bones. So Not long after the awards ceremony, I was back in the thick of working life. This is back then in 2010. And I was facilitating a three-day conference for my leadership team. It was an away conference and we were staying in a rural, rural retreat for a few days. Lots of team building, bonding, all in full force, as well as time to just relax together. And we just really got on so well as a team. So just having downtime together was probably some of the best team building we could do. It was the best conference I'd facilitated. I had themed the entire event to the beat of the drum. That was the theme, to the beat of the drum. The emphasis was on all working together, all to the beat of the same drum. And one of our activities was a session to play African-style drums and bongos. And the company that I brought in to facilitate this, they were just so amazing. It was so much fun, so much laughter filled the room. It was just, yeah, incredible. But I'd also been a guest speaker at a conference on the Gold Coast a week prior to leading this particular conference. And this was all on the back of the award that I had won for, um, from the bank. So my speech had been published by our bank's communication team the day before my conference. And I remember checking my phone at the first morning tea of my leadership conference. And I had so many messages from my colleagues, my other management colleagues, congratulating me on my speech and letting me know how much it had moved them. And in my speech, which I, in a couple of episodes back in my podcast, I've actually um, shared that as well. So if you go to my Leadership Musings podcast, uh, you'll be able to hear that particular speech. So Anyway, all my colleagues were messaging me and telling me how much it moved them and their response just meant the world to me. I was so humbled at the effect that my leadership story was having on other really successful leaders. And these leaders, you know, they were all at the top of their game. Any of us could have got that award. They were just amazing. And, you know, as I said, I didn't hold back about the impacts of chronic illness in my life in this particular leadership speech either. So I really was putting it all on the line. A year later, you know, I didn't know that I would be leaving my dream job and my beautiful team forever. I just didn't know that. And that was the year later. still wasn't the bone disease, but that was when my bowel started to collapse and, um, you know, the story of, of my stoma story started to evolve. So, and I had no idea at the conference that, you know, my future as an executive manager was just so close to ending, had no idea. I was just so focused on bringing my team together to the beat of the same drum. In retrospect, I'm really glad the life-changing road ahead wasn't apparent at the time. I feel so blessed to have been given another year of working full-time before needing to say goodbye to such a wonderful chapter of my life because that last year, that was amazing. It really, really was. So where are we now? Ten years on, really. And as my husband and I drove that long, winding road 10 years on from me facilitating that leadership conference, we suddenly came across a sign. And it was a sign I had somehow removed from my memory. But that sign caused me to sit up and take notice. I just went, oh, my goodness said to my husband, look, this is where I had my last conference. Oh, wow, look, this is where we stayed. I remember it like yesterday. It was 10 years ago or nine years ago when we were doing the drive. I forgot it was here. I had. I'd completely forgotten it was there. When we set off on our drive that morning, even though I knew somewhere of where we were going. I just, it just hadn't even connected with me that we now lived so close to something that had been so precious. It hadn't, it hadn't even crossed my mind, and we'd been planning the drive for days before. How could I have forgotten? I loved this place. I loved the conference and all it represented. I loved the memories of my team. You know, suddenly without warning, I was crying in the car. There it was. Such an unexpected reaction. A reaction of deep loss. A reaction of deep love. A reaction of deep gratitude for the life experiences that I'd been blessed to enjoy. So the tears were not just tears of sorrow. Yes, sorrow and grief was intertwined, but there were actually happy tears as the memories came flooding back. I felt like I'd come home. It was such a strange feeling. And maybe it's why our new home felt so connected to me, because it's only 20 minutes from this special place, so close to so many special memories, personal memories, work memories, life before chronic illness memories. This place brought them all home. As I dried my eyes, we continued down memory lane. But you know what? We were creating new memories on this day, not just revisiting old ones. A new memory was created when we shared this special emotional moment together looking back. My husband had actually been with me at that conference because i hadn't been well. He often um did travel with me to just provide you know some support with helping me with luggage and um equipment and all kinds of stuff and um, and I always encouraged um my my team leaders as well, if they wanted to bring their partners to come and stay in the accommodation, they were more than welcome to do that. So that was the kind of culture that we had. And it was lovely. It, it just brought the families into the mix as well. We worked such long hours that I thought that that was really important. So as I said, you know, a new memory was created because my husband and I were looking back together. We were grieving for what was lost but being thankful for a past life. And it was a healing moment. And then we went on and created new memories that day. We found a perfect little cafe for lunch that catered for people with disabilities. The owners were so caring and considerate of my needs. We found a disabled car park after lunch which allowed us to look in some pretty shops, which, you know, that was a miracle in itself because some of the roads are not easy to walk along and I really wanted to feel a little normal, so we were able to do that. And then one of the shops was actually named after our 18-month-old grandson. He was 18 months old at the time, and that made it really extra special as well, just those little things. It's like, oh, my goodness, that's so amazing. And the owner of the shop, my goodness, he couldn't do enough for us as I tried to navigate with my walker. It was kind of a recipe for disaster, but I did pull it off. It was one of those gift shops so like, everything was quite narrow and, you know, you're really worried about knocking things off the shelf. So I had to be super, super careful. But we purchased some lovely items and then as we were paying, the man helping us disappeared. I brought some really lovely um, paper serviettes. They were really quite exquisite. Um, he got out the back to get an extra packet and he just came out and he said, here, no charge, just a little gift from me, which was so beautiful because they weren't cheap. Um, so a new precious memory to take home was created and as I'm talking to you about that now, I've got the biggest smile on my face because I hadn't even forgotten that and it's just so beautiful that something so precious can happen and so simple but it makes a lovely memory. And, you know, that day became memories of the past and new memories being created. So as I said, you know, there can be sweet sorrow And there can be new perspective. Memories can catch us by surprise. They can cause a variety of emotions. But they are important because they're our life story for better or for worse. They have formed us. They formed who we are today. And on some days, on some occasions, taking time to remember them can be so healing. We thought we were just going for a drive in the country. It was so much more than that. It brought with it another level of acceptance. It released memories which needed to be remembered and it allowed me to be grateful to be able to create new memories. Chronic illness is just another chapter of my life. It's not my whole life. My work memories reminded me it's why I founded Medical Musings with Friends. It's why I blog and it's why I'm now podcasting. I am still a leader. I always will be and I will always want to care, coach and nurture others. Chronic illness hasn't taken my passion, my calling away. It's just redirected it. Chronic illness hasn't taken my passion or my calling away. It has just redirected it. Life has an amazing way of evolving, reinventing itself no matter our circumstances, especially If we don't lose sight of who we are. Memories help us get back in touch with what's important. A drive down memory lane is one I'm going to make sure I do a bit more of and a bit more often. I'm pretty sure that other memories are going to show me that the life ahead can still hold opportunities for new and exciting memorable experiences. There's a really lovely gospel song That is, um, the songwriter is Alan Jackson, and the words are just beautiful. Precious memories, unseen angels, sent from somewhere to my soul. How they linger ever near me, and the sacred past unfolds. Precious memories, how they linger, how they ever flood my soul. In the stillness of the midnight, precious sacred scenes unfold and precious memories fill my soul. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you very soon.